0: Hi there, I'm Lori Hellman, mom to Skylar, my incredible adult son with severe nonverbal autism. My goal when creating the Living the Sky Life podcast five years ago was that the content of each episode brings hope, connection, and some valuable takeaways to each listener. In sharing the many relatable caregiver stories and experiences, I sincerely hope that you never feel like you have to travel your parenting journey alone. If you haven't already, please connect with me through my Facebook page, welcome to my life, Skylar's World, or Instagram, welcome to my life, underscore Lori Hellman. And let's keep the conversation going after each episode airs. If you are enjoying the podcast and are listening on Apple iTunes or Audible, please leave a rating and a written review and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for tuning in and subscribing to season five of Living the Sky Life. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Living the Sky Life. My last guest on the sibling series uh, for the podcast is Claire Thomas. Claire is a 15-year-old who has a 12-year-old sister named Leah who was diagnosed with autism as a toddler. Claire enjoys spending time outside, whether it's hunting with her dad or fulfilling her passion for photography by capturing the beauty around her. When she's not doing either of those hobbies, Claire is quite busy in high school as a member of the swim team. According to her mom, Claire is a great helper and wonderful sister, often taking Leah on walks to explore the woods and nature together. Please enjoy my episode with Claire Thomas. So welcome back to another episode of Living the Sky Life. I am here today with the last uh, sibling of my sibling series, Claire Thomas. So welcome to the podcast, Claire. Thank you. I have to be um, fully transparent that um, it's kind of a small world because as I was telling Claire when, before we started recording, I went to high school with both of her parents. And it's um, it's just kind of a blast from the past because honestly, I didn't know that um, you had a sibling on the spectrum until maybe a year or two ago. I just kind mm-hmm. of realized that through some of the posts from your parents on social media and things. And um, so I'm really excited that you're willing to talk to me today and, um, <laughs> and get into all the things siblings of autism um so can you start by telling us a little bit about you um what year you are in school and what your hobbies and extracurriculars are that you're involved in
1: yeah so um I'm a sophomore in high school um I really enjoy swimming I've been doing swimming probably for like I think like eight years I've been doing swimming cool and the season just ended like a couple weeks ago so I love swimming a lot. It's really fun. Um, I also like photography. I like doing photography a lot. I have a camera that I use a lot. Um, I really like being outside, too. Being outside is pretty fun. And I like hunting with my dad. Um, And I'm actually in an, like, it's an explorers program with, like, the Michigan State Police. So it's, like, kids that, like, are interested in law enforcement. So I'm doing that, which is really fun. I actually have a meeting today at 3 o'clock after this. Nice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, oh, that's cool. Now your mom works for the police department, right? And is your yeah. grandpa and a detective? Is that I can't yeah, remember? He was, yeah. Okay. He's retired. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's all in the family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Is that what you think you oh. maybe want to go into when you graduate? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's good to already have a plan at your sophomore yeah. year. Geez, I think most of us don't have a clue what we want to do ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> well, we um are talking predominantly because your younger sister, Leah, who is 12, um is on the spectrum. And I, you know, I did this series because I get so many questions um from other families uh, because my kids are two years apart and they're older. Kendall's 18, Skylar's 20. Mm-hmm. And people just have questions just about their relationship and what it's been like raising a neurotypical child that does all of the milestones and all of the things traditionally on time. And then having my son, Skylar, who um, is delayed in everything and um, just takes a different type of parenting. So from your perspective, you know, you were what, um, three when Leah was born so, yes. I know that was a long time ago, and I don't expect you to mm-hmm. unpack all of that. But as she became a toddler and you were getting older, were you able to interact with her or play with her? Or did you know right away that something was a little different with her development?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I rec- like, I kind of recognized like she wasn't like me in a sense. So, it was really hard for me to like, at first, it was really hard for me to like understand like her different needs and how to engage with her because like I had like, not at three I didn't have like other friends but I had like other people that I talked to and like people from school I think I was in school then but Mm -hmm. from people at school and like I recognized like I couldn't engage with her like I could with my friends so it was a little bit hard to like understand how she like processed things and like there was times where we would like where I'd try playing with her and I'd like do something like that she wasn't used to and she kind of like react to it differently and that kind of like make me confused so I had like a lot of confusion but
0: yeah was she fussy and just kind of cried a lot I mean I a little kid yeah, a little, that's annoying yeah. anyway but um did it seem like has it seemed like from then through the years that she's needed extra attention from maybe your mom or both of your parents and how, how do you deal with that even now is that something yeah. that is a problem for you
1: yeah so <laughs> yeah When I was little since like I didn't quite understand I would get a little bit like obviously I would get like a little bit jealous when like because I didn't quite understand when they Mm -hmm. would give her like extra attention and I wouldn't really know what's going on so I'd like it was a little bit harder for me when I was little I think they're like when I was like I think up until I was like seven or eight it was a little bit hard for me and then I kind of like started to pick up and understand as she like matured so it was like it still is like we both, like, do a lot of things with our parents, which is, like, amazing. I love it. But um, so now I'm a lot more, like, I know what she needs. I help with what she needs. And, like, I think, like, everything's, like, shared. So we just, like, my parents and I, like, split a lot of things. And we do a lot of activities together now since we all understand, like, her needs and how she's different.
0: Has that gotten easier then? I, I would imagine you guys had to do a lot of divide and conquer, like, especially yes. for your swim meets and things like that. Yeah. That might not have been a place that she enjoyed sitting through. Those mm-hmm. meets can be long sometimes. Yeah. So do your par- did your parents have to decide who was going to hang with her and who was going to mm-hmm. attend your stuff? Yeah. is that That's yeah. hard as a kid, isn't it? A little to, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now because, like, it's not yeah, that yeah. bad. Yeah.
1: No. mm mm-hmm. She's actually, um, last year, I think she went to one of my swim meets and she wouldn't stop asking about it. She wanted to go back and she's like, Aww. I want to see Claire swim. I want to <laughs> see Claire swim. I want to see the swimming pool. So it was like, it's a really good thing. So this year she came to do like, I think like three, all the home meets, I think she came to, um, and she really enjoyed them. Actually, she sat through it really well. And like she, after it, she like said like good job and stuff and it made
0: me really happy. So. Oh, that's sweet. I'm sure it is Mm -hmm. nice to see her out in this, the stands, you know, watching you or or whatever. That's cool. And it's nice Mm -hmm. that your parents are able to go together and that you guys can go as a family Mm -hmm. to those things. Yeah, I'm sure you, you understood and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously didn't harbor any resentment to the parent who wasn't able to go, but it's, it's sometimes do you wrestle with those feelings sometimes? Like, do you want to say to your parents or do you say to your parents like this is just not fair I'm just tired of a little you guys bit, not yeah. being able to come together to things yeah because um,
1: like sometimes sometimes we don't have someone to watch it because my grandparents play like a really big role in it because like they watch her a lot that's when nice. Both my parents want to go so it's very nice I'm very grateful for them and I'm sure my parents are too so like but there's some days where they both can't make it so it's like I'm kind of like watching the stands and I'm like oh like you know but it's like they do really good with like handling it. I, I don't know how they do it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm sure they don't either <laughs> a mm-hmm. lot of times. Um, yeah. So Claire's in middle school and you're in high school. So um, there might've been a time, I guess, where you guys overlap in, in the schools one year, at least like your yeah, senior year, um... she'll be a freshman. So what is it like everybody in For those of you listening, our small town of Marshall is very small. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows everyone. Everyone knows everyone's siblings. So everybody knows Leah's your sister, I would imagine. So Mm -hmm. how do your friends, how have they engaged with her and with you over the years? Are they they embracing her or do they, Mm -hmm. you know, do they ask a lot of questions? What has that been like? Yeah, I'm
1: actually like, so my best friend, Lexi, um, she's in my grade and I've known her for like, I think like. 10 12 years she's been like my first friend so i'm like really grateful for her she always comes over she always plays with leah she engages with her she always asks her how like school's been and a lot of my other friends like they'll be like oh you have a sister and i'm like yeah and i'll show them a picture of her and they're like oh she's so cute like i want to meet her like i love her already and it's like it's
0: so nice everyone's so nice about it so well that's good Mm -hmm. um Does she so when, like, when there's like homecoming dances and things like that? Mm-hmm. Um, does she want to be around all of your friends? Does she, you know, c- just try to gravitate to them right away?
1: Yeah. So she's a little bit shy, like, to begin with, okay. she's a little bit shy. She kind of like, she's like, she says, she mumbles a little bit and she's like, hi, like, like, she says her name and stuff. And she, like, she's kind of reserved a little bit when there's like bigger groups of people. And she, like, she giggles a lot. Which, <laughs> When there's like a little bit of people around, she's a little, she's very shy.
0: Aw, that's cute. Well, so mm-hmm. now she's at the middle school, and yeah. so is she. What does her schooling look like? Do they? I mean, honestly, I don't know how um our school system back home mm-hmm. h- how they navigate special needs. Is there a pretty good program, or is she fully immersed into all of the classes with everyone that's her peer? Okay, so
1: she, um, in high school, it's called, like, I don't know if this is, like, the whole class is called, but in high school, I think it's the way, I think it's the same way in the middle school, but they have, like, a separate classroom for, like, the special needs kids and, like, everybody else, and there's this, like, program called Lynx where, okay. like, kids from school can, like, volunteer and, like, be partnered up with um all the other kids, so she does that. She made a lot of new friends that way, and I'm really happy. She has like a ton of friends. everybody loves her at school um and at the high school, it's the same way so when i when she's a um yeah, when I'm a senior and when she's a freshman, I'm planning on doing links so I can be with her a little bit more mm-hmm. um, and actually, in the middle school, I think her name was i think it started with a g, but she just switched out and she was the one that like teach the the whole thing mm-hmm. so like I think she like moved out like Friday actually it was, uh-huh. Friday was her last day so it was a little bit of a bummer we were all kind of sad about it Um. so I think they're finding someone trying to find someone to like take up the role that she had because mm-hmm. now there's just like assistants I'm pretty sure that's helping but no, they're all really nice they, I think they all know what they're doing and stuff so
0: it's really nice I like all the programs that's awesome especially Mm -hmm. because those students I'm imagining that are buddied up with um Mm -hmm. like Leah they're all in the same grade so they're all going to go to high school together so hopefully they can maintain Mm -hmm. those friendships and keep those buddy buddies going all the way through high school yeah it would make the transition so much easier it would yeah Switching buildings and schools and all of mm-hmm. that. Well, hopefully you get to see her, you know, just in the halls yeah. and you know throughout the day. Mm-hmm. It'll probably make her feel good knowing that you're there. Yeah, and you're the big senior, so you're <laughs> yeah going to be able to look out for her and help yeah. her out. Um, we talked a little bit before we started recording too, just about communication, and um, it's great that Leah is able to communicate with you guys and explain things. And I'm guessing there are struggles with feelings and specifics that she wants and needs mm-hmm. which is very common feelings is a hard one um for a lot of people yeah. on the spectrum but um ha- is that something that has gotten easier I-, I know you said you know just taking her with you guys to family family gatherings and just going out as a family is easier now that she's older I would imagine she's able to tell you guys like I don't want to go to that or I don't want to mm-hmm. do that is she pretty clear <laughs> with what she wants yeah and she want? is mostly okay. yeah yeah
1: so yeah she like the only mainly thing is like feelings or like if she's sick like we'll ask her like what hurts and she doesn't really know like how to say what hurts or, or like how bad she's feeling so it's kind of a struggle like if she's not feeling good in the morning we have to like determine if she should go to school or not because she doesn't know how to tell us like mm-hmm. how like how bad she feels so we have to like kind of like we mainly basically like if she has a temperature and stuff and like Cause she doesn't really know how to tell us like a normal, like I would be like, my head really hurts or something like that. She doesn't really know how to like communicate
0: that with us. Do you guys just kind of point to every spot on yeah, the body? The point. I mean, with Skylar, I just have to go head to toe, like, and I mm-hmm. he won't point to what hurts, but at least if she yeah. could, if you could ask her, does your head hurt? And she can kind of yeah. maybe say, yeah, I guess it does. Yeah. It's
1: it's a little bit of a struggle with that. Cause it like, she has like, if we say like, so like do you want like a purple like toy or do you want like a blue toy? I always point to the one that we say the last. So <laughs> it's like purple or blue, and then we go blue or purple, and she always picks the one that we say on the last one. So she kind of mimics like where we point to. So it's a little bit hard to do that.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Skyler yeah. used to do that with Pax pictures. It was always the mm-hmm. one closest to his right hand since he's right handed. Yeah. That's the one he would grab, even if we switched mm-hmm. him. We're like, I don't get it. Are you hungry or not? Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't get yeah. what this means. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Well, she sounds incredible. Is is there something that specifically like bonds the two of you, or something that you love and admire so much about Leah? Mm-hmm. So we,
1: I really she loves walks. She loves going outside and walking around. I love being outside too. So especially when it's warm, we go on a lot of walks. We go. um, we have, like, the river walk on, mm-hmm. like, the Kalamazoo River right downtown. We go on that. She loves that. She loves swimming. She, like, we go – we used to go camping. We still do, just not as often at, like, Turkeyville. And the pool there, she's obsessed with swimming. So, me and her like to swim a lot, too. That's cool. Uh, mm-hmm. We take the boat out. She loves being on the boat because she can swim. It's really fun. We have a lot of things in common.
0: Now – does she understand seeing the deer heads behind you or the, Oh, (laughs) does she understand the hunting and like with those hung in your house? Does, does that, I never thought about that before, but just seeing them, it made me wonder like, does that, does she understand that? Does that, I clearly doesn't bother her I'm guessing to see those.
1: Yeah. She, she kind of like points and she's like, Oh, there's like deer and stuff. She's not scared (laughs) of it at all. She just like points and she's like, Oh, Claire got a deer. And like, um I haven't she's got one this proud year of you. but uh, yeah yeah like when when we bring them in like I haven't got one this year but she'll like come out and she'll look at it she doesn't want to touch it but she'll like look at it she's not afraid of it she just doesn't really like she's not really comfortable getting super close to it but she'll be like oh it's a deer and she'll like point at it she'll point at its nose
0: and its antlers and stuff so yeah
1: Did she's pretty she- good with it yeah
0: I know that's a special thing that you and your dad share. Does she Mm -hmm. have something with your dad or with your mom um, that she, that they like to do together with her um, just kind of individually?
1: Yeah. They both like really like kayaking mom. Like whenever I'm like pretty much on the weekends, like every single weekend, like if I was at a friend's house or something, they go kayaking a lot together and dad, like dad fishes and Leah mom and Leah have like a, I don't know the word for it, like a tandem kayak so there's like two seats and she okay. she has a paddle Leah has a paddle and she kind of like tries the paddle a little bit so
0: it's really well, fun that's cool them. that they have mm-hmm. that it's so hard for us to find something because like you said with even with communication if communication isn't as big of a struggle as it is like in our house just really knowing if they like something or they don't like it or yeah. if they're just doing it because we just said let's go do this um mm-hmm. so to find something that she makes her giggle and happy and Mm. that's that's awesome is that that something that they stumbled upon a long time ago like the kayaking thing
1: um I think it was like two years ago okay They just found it
0: and she like she fell in love with it she loved it oh I love that well so what do you want people to know about life with your only sibling being on the spectrum I'm sure it's taught you a lot of things, but I, there's yeah. so many misperceptions about your life that it, you know, maybe mm-hmm. it's people think, gosh, it's just not fair. And it's miserable for her because she doesn't mm-hmm. have a sister that can do all the things that typical siblings do. And um, it's, it's not miserable. <laughs> I mean, I'm speaking no, it's on really your behalf, but, no. but you know, what do you want people to know what your life has been like? Um, I just
1: really want them to know, like, In my opinion, she's, like, a regular person to me. Like, she, like, like, we have a lot of things in common. I wish, like, people could see, like, that they don't necessarily have to, like, treat other people differently because of, like, how they act. And, like, because, like, a lot of people, like, see, like, like, if me and Lee and, like, everybody else are in public and she's or something like that or she's, like, focusing on something, Mm -hmm. like, really, like, really strictly she's focusing on something they'll kind of like look around and it's like I just feel like kind of like upset when like I don't know if they're like judging her or, like just looking at her and like what oh, person's kind of different like I wish they would like I wish I could like bring them into my house and like have them like stay like a week and see what it's like because like it's really it's amazing like the funny thing about her is like she watches like Paw Patrol and stuff and she like recites like quotes from the show so it's really funny and she like she copies me a lot and she'll like dance around like if I'm like doing something around the house and I'm like singing or something or like dancing or whatever she'll like dance with me and stuff so like in my opinion it's like having like a normal sister Uh
0: uh-huh well Mm -hmm. she is yeah she is normal Mm -hmm. in every respect it's it's interesting like you said i'm sure she just idolizes you so much because you're her big sister any little mm-hmm. sister idolizes their big sister and copies yeah. them and follows them around but um to the degree at which she does it it's probably very heartwarming i would imagine mm-hmm. too and it gets you a chance to be a kid too watching paw patrol can't be all that yeah. I mean, we watch a ton of mm-hmm. elmo around here mm-hmm. <laughs> again so um yeah. that's nice that you guys can watch that stuff together and that you don't mind watching it with her no Oh, um, so, you know, knowing that you're not too far from graduating from high school and what you want to do with yourself and your career, have you given any thought to your sister and like the future and have those conversations come up with your parents at all with you? I just never know. I mean, I asked this of all of the kids that have, or the young adults that have been on um the podcast because Mm. I get that question a lot too when do I bring this up to my daughter and we've had a couple conversations but I just didn't know if it's something your parents have felt comfortable talking to you about or if you've proactively brought it up to them
1: yeah like we haven't I don't really think we've talked about it but I do kind of like wonder like how it would be because like I don't know it's kind of confusing to think about like I said we've never really talked about it I think Mm -hmm. we'll start talking about it soon just like how it's gonna change like after I graduate or like how it's gonna be after I graduate so it's like it's like a weird concept to think about because I've never Mm -hmm. really thought about it before it's kind of it's not scary in a sense
0: but it's like I don't know what I'm gonna like do like I don't know the plan yeah. And then that's the, that's a lot of reason why parents don't bring it up because we don't want mm-hmm. the pressure on you to, mm-hmm. to worry about it, to think about it. So we try to plan everything out so that you literally just kind of have to oversee it when we're not here to do it anymore, but that you mm-hmm. don't have to fend for every need that she has in the future mm-hmm. and take care of her. Um, so yeah. I'm just curious if, if they've, brought it up to you or if when you're comfortable to just say, Hey, you guys want to talk about this? Maybe they're waiting for you, you know, when you're 20 or 25 or 30 Mm -hmm. to say, let's talk about this. Um, If we haven't already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I just was thinking, you know, knowing that you want to go into the police force in some form or fashion and that your mom is also works in that career. Does your sister stim in public or or anything like that? I'm always curious what, what the community, um, police and fire department and everyone knows about autism. And if mm-hmm. they are equipped to handle, you know, stims or behaviors that might seem like they're combative, but they're not. Mm-hmm. And just to, to kind of manage that, do you know if, um, if that's something that maybe your mom has introduced to the police force or something you maybe want to um, focus on in your career? Yeah.
1: I think so in my Explorers program I think I've talked about it a little bit like we've like we always do like introductions like if we have a new person like joining and we always talk about that and I've kind of like gotten on a topic of that with a couple of people and like how it's like and stuff so I'm not sure I'm pretty sure like everybody knows about it and like are aware of it and like yeah she like she kind of has so she has like um, like Paw Patrol little figures that she has you can carry them around and she has um, she has like you know those like little like globe bottles with like the like, glitter and stuff that you shake and like uh-huh. it kind of like makes she has one of those she really likes those Um, and like when she brings a couple of them to school we give her like a, like I think we give her like two to like two things of choices you can take to school and I think that helps a lot with like her anxiety and like how she deals with things in public because i feel like it helps a lot to like touch something or like mm-hmm. rub it like between your hands or like play with something um and I've, i think we noticed like if she doesn't have something she like picks it like her arm she has a couple scabs on her arms especially in the summer it gets really bad when there's mosquito bites mm. and she like gets like anxious to those and she like picks them a lot so we have to like wrap them and stuff but i feel like it's a lot better when she like has something to like keep her hands occupied with
0: mm-hmm. Does she have, um? if she doesn't have any of those things, are you able to calm her? Does she gravitate to one person, like your mom, your dad, or you, when she needs soothing and she needs calming, if she's screaming or if there's something that triggers mm-hmm. her, are you able to kind of intervene now? Do you know enough about how to calm her down or is that more of your yeah. parents?
1: Yeah, my mom, I mainly learn a lot of stuff from my mom because she knows, she knows, like, a lot on how to handle it because, like, she talks to, like, her teachers and stuff and she <laughs> does all that. Um. So, like, I mainly, like, try and communicate with my mom on, like, how I can, like, improve how I react because, like, it helps, like, she'll be, like, picking at her arm. We'll like, We'll be, like, Leah, like, you can't pick or, like, let's play with something to, like, distract your hands and she'll be, like, and she'll kind of, like, if we have to remind her a lot, she'll be like, I'm not picking, like she'll like, she'll kind of like get defensive about it. She's like, I'm not doing anything. So, um, and like when she's having like a lot of like, like a hard time, I remember we used to say like, like Leah, you have to like look me in the eyes. And like, we're right now her teacher told my mom, like she's like work on like big belly breaths with her. So we do like a lot of like breathing And she also does, we just discovered this, and I think it's, like, it's really great. She does, like, there's, like, a yoga thing on, like, TV with, I think she's, like, I think she might be, like, British or something, and, like, there's a lot of, like, she does yoga, but, like, the background is, like, there's always a different background, and there's, like, always, like, a story that goes along with the yoga. So it'll be, like, in a jungle or something, and the background will be a jungle, and she'll, like, do, like, stretches based on, like, being in the jungle or something mm-hmm. like climbing up like a tree or something or she really likes those we have her do those all the time
0: she really likes them is that on youtube something that you could find on youtube or is it yeah it's on youtube that's also, cool it's called like i think it's called cosmic kids so okay. she really likes it That's neat. It's so great when Mm. we stumble on something and just randomly they're like, oh, and we're like, where was this 10 years ago? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If it's something you need to calm her down. Oh, well, it sounds like you guys have been a pretty incredible bond and you're a very patient person. I would, I would think that just growing up with Leah and in your household, you've developed some traits that maybe your friends don't have the appreciation of having yet. Mm. Your maturity obviously is, Oh yeah. Far and beyond what it what should mm-hmm. be at 15. But, um, are there any other things that you can kind of look at in yourself? Maybe you didn't realize it until recently, until you've aged, like, wow, I'm like a lot stronger than I thought I was, or mm-hmm. just the way that you've had to handle things in your family. Um, I'm
1: like, I've noticed that I have a lot more like patience than like people, my age, like, <laughs> and I can like, <laughs> yeah. I can like handle like high stress situations a little bit better like I think I don't know but there's like in my program we do a lot of like high stress situations and I feel like I do pretty good with those like someone will be like yelling or something and like high stress situations I feel like I do really well with and of course like maturing like I'm a lot like I feel like I'm a lot more mature than, like, a lot of people my age. Like, I think about things more and, like, I recognize things, like, smaller things I recognize that's a lot different than other people. And I've actually had, like, a lot of people come up to me and they're, like, you're, like, like, adults and stuff. And, like, my teachers have, like, said things to me, like, you're, like, really mature for, like, 15. Like, like, (laughs) Like, I wouldn't know that you were 15 if, like, you didn't tell me. And so... I just noticed like a lot of like smaller things I'm like a little bit more like I recognize because yeah. like mm-hmm, I know how like I just have like a lot of
0: like I'm trying to think of the words, sorry, that's okay um, i I would say you're very empathetic too, and maybe that's yeah, one of the things, but um i I would hope that friends um of siblings like you have learned just in seeing your interactions with your sister to be kinder to other people too. Even if they don't yeah, live with thing. this on a daily mm-hmm. basis, they've learned it from you and watching you. And that's one of the biggest, I feel like benefits of having a sibling on the spectrum that yeah, all sure. of you guys take away because you're without knowing it, you're teaching peers your age mm-hmm. to be kinder to people that, that are different and that have unique characteristics about them and, and not judging people and gossiping yeah. and just all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't have time for that. <laughs> so yeah, right. you're not doing it and maybe they're learning from you. Would you say that's probably the case too with some of your closest friends that they're probably yeah. more empathetic because mm-hmm. they hang around you.
1: Yeah. It makes me really happy because like they I feel like all my friends like understand and like a deeper like meaning of like understanding how the uh, acts and like how like other people like Leah act and like how to handle it and how to not judge as much. It makes me really happy. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, awesome. Well, I guess in wrapping up, I, um, I want to kind of give a shout out to your parents and all the parents. And is there anything that you, um, if you, you may have already told them these things, but that you would tell them about their job as, as your parent and, and Leah's parent and that you appreciate about them.
1: Yeah. I just, I cannot believe how like especially my mom because like my dad goes to work earlier in the morning he goes to work at like five o'clock I think so mom like deals with like getting us ready for the morning and like doing our breakfast and she also wakes up at three o'clock to go to the gym which is crazy that doesn't surprise me (laughs) I don't think she's human for that but it's crazy she goes to the gym yeah three o'clock she goes to the gym um and she's strong, too. She's strong. So um, she goes to the gym, and she, like, wakes up, and she makes us breakfast so that I can – so I – we have, like, a bunk bed. We share a room. Mm-hmm. Um, So I deal with, like, getting her up, getting her dressed, and, like, getting her downstairs so we can eat. And then she – like, especially during swim season, my mom, she, like, helps me pack my bag. And, like, with morning practices, she helps, like, let me know, like, what I need for the morning – Um, and my dad helps a lot by taking me to practice. So she doesn't have to like, not go to the gym and like mess up her
0: schedule. Those are early, early swim practices. (laughs)
1: Yeah. 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 It sucks. Uh, so I'm just like amazed at like how my parents like handle things. Like I would like be so stressed out if I had to like do all the things my mom does. It's crazy. I cannot, I don't know how
0: she does it. Yeah. Well, I imagine they've made you. And Leah both feel really important and really Mm -hmm. special in the family. Um, and and that's, that's a hard job in itself. That's one of the things that we worry about that because Mm -hmm. Leah needs so much extra sometimes. And, you know, kind of when she was young, she did too, that we find the perfect balance. And I love that you and your dad get to go hunting and fishing and doing those things that you both love and that you get to spend time with your mom doing things you both enjoy too. Um, they've carved out that time for you. And I i yeah. think that's so awesome that that's something that you point to and remember and, and value mm-hmm. in your relationship with them. Right. Yeah. Aww. It means a lot to me. I bet it does. We have great parents. I know firsthand I that they're amazing people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's great. Well, I appreciate you sharing your family with us and Um, all the great things about Leah and um, you're an incredible sister. So, I mean, never doubt that for a second, even if you, you don't never doubt that because you're incredible. Um, And I I really appreciate you taking the time to, to share your family story with everyone. Yeah, me too.
1: All right. We'll take care
0: and we'll be chatting again soon. Thanks. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of living the sky life and we'll tune in for the next episode coming soon. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Living the Sky Life podcast within Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play so you'll receive alerts when new episodes are released. Subscribing is the best way to ensure you don't miss a single episode. If you like what you hear, be sure to select the five-star rating, provide feedback, and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for listening.